The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, The Power of Water and Water Life Science. Today, we have Dr. Jerry Wiles, who's with the North America Regional as a director of international orality network, in other words, living water group that he's been with for many years, and we've had him on here several times, and we learn a lot about what they're doing globally. But my focus of this show for all these years is for you, the audience, to be reminded, those of you that are scientists and physicians leading, uh, listening, and those of you that you believe that you're health conscious, that we forget daily, because we get busy, of certain things that we need to be reminded of. And that's my life, and that's my job. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research, Water Life Science, and our studies have been in research all these years, bringing scientists to the table and physicians by the thousands, that are people who know and have known that the priority of water is the infrastructure of all life on the planet from the beginning of time. That all life is of, made up of water. <laughs> Research into your health left the water behind way back in the 1800s. And that the reason they did is they didn't think it would make so much money for the investor and it couldn't be protected. So they left the research behind and got into more of a petri dish medical field of medicine formulated products. And what I did, because when I was studying, I found that when the body is made up of water and it's the primary focus of all your life in the water of the body, 75 to 80% water, what should we be studying? What does the medication do to the water in the body? Then I began to study the water vapor of the air of the atmosphere. When you say the word atmosphere, it's water vapor in the atmosphere that is electrolytically keeping us all alive. We're the battery. We're charged with it. The plane couldn't fly with it. Your cell phone wouldn't work without it. Everything in life around you with your breath of life survives with that water in the air. With your body water, you've got all the organs in the body that are a percentage of water. And with that percentage of water, electrolytically, to operate the body electrolytically like you're the battery, 
charging, what your life is from beginning to end is what Earth is going through, evaporation of water loss. It's like if you have a water fountain in your home, how often do you have to fill it because of evaporation? Have you ever noticed that your house plants need to have a replenishment of absorption of water? And the water and the house plants couldn't live if the air is too dry because the, air, the plants need moisture in the air like you do. All earth does. Your body operates with water. And if you don't have enough, you're in trouble. We all begin to feel a symptom. The moment you were born, you entered into that water vapor from water from your mother's womb. You begin an evaporation process of water loss. Evaporation has to get into your vocabulary because what you eat, how you sleep, how you breathe, how you exercise, and how much water you're drinking is all part of your lifestyle of how, your health. If you're not making sure those are all balanced, you're going to have some serious symptoms. And ask me, I've had them pop up and it shocks me how a symptom will come to me and my health and all of a sudden have to reevaluate what have I been doing wrong to have that symptom happen. Now the eyes and the brain and the womb are connected at the same breath of moment. But the surface of the eye is 99% water. Now you're hearing a lot about dry eye. And I want you to re- recognize today, and if I'm going to pound the payment on this on this show, dry means water loss. Moisture means water. So if you hear dry, that means water loss. You've got to supplement to replace the water. And it cannot be done with the medication. It has to be with water to be able to supplement that. No different than the earth is supplementing itself with water and the vapor of the air and when the rain comes down and the snow comes down and more. Everybody is very confused also about climate change. It's affecting your health. Well, guess what? Climate change only means, not only, climate change means water. It means there's a change in the water of the vapor of the air, the water on the planet, and what is happening in the atmosphere with the cloud system, with the solar system, how the body of the life is living in that universal system. It's always been water. Faiths of the world and religions of the world have known from the beginning of time The faith of your life, the faith of all planets, is in the water. I call it God in the water. And if we don't get serious about this faith and we don't learn more about our own body water and get people educated, all of us educated, with the enthusiasm of being healthier but making sure that your body is not over-evaporating. Scientists are learning now. Agriculture is learning now. 
research is learning now, thanks to us, because we're finding that people are listening to us with biologic aqua research, my research, and we don't back off. The evaporation of the water is what's causing these symptoms for all life to live. There was an article that my secretary found for me on the Internet, why Donald Trump, President Trump, should focus on improving water infrastructure. If he put that at the top, and that's what we all need to do, is get President Trump and his team looking at water at the top of the priority of all life and infrastructure. It will bring no end to jobs. It will bring to the table no end of new technology. It will bring a competitive spirit that businesses and entrepreneurs bring to the table with new ideas, new inventions, new technology. We've got to make it the priority. Today with Dr. Wiles, I'm really looking forward to hearing what they've been achieving. And I like the word oral, uh, the orality of the network of what they're doing. And they're bringing together the living water to the planet. And are they putting a lot of themselves into it with their mission? And I do believe uh, that they have been put in the will of God to do this. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is a breath of life for you to vision a new lifestyle. And remember, we learned how to add a lot of new lifestyles to our lives for many, many years. We learned how to brush our teeth. We learned how to drink a glass of water. And a lot of people don't take these things we've learned serious. But now you're going to learn how to supplement the surface of the eye that is vital to your personal vision and health. Well, listen to our sponsor with just a mist, a tissue culture grade of water with just a mist. And we'll be back with Dr. Jerry Wiles. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Wiles, are you with us? I am with you. Well, thank you for joining us again. My I pleasure. will tell the audience a little bit about you. 
Dr. Jerry Wiles is president of the Living Water International and became involved with oral orality in 1983 through the influence of Herbert Clem's book. And we're going to ask you about that today. Oral communication of the scripture. He has more than 35 years, Dr. Wiles has more than 35 years of experience in ministry, international mission of work, and currently serves on the ION Advisory Council and stewards the training portfolio globally. He is an author and radio program producer and has been a frequent guest on radio and television talk shows and traveled extensively as a public speaker. Dr. Wiles is an Air Force veteran, a former pastor, and a university administrator. He and his wife, Sheila, have two grown grandchildren. I mean, pardon me, two grown children and six grandchildren. So you've been busy, and thank you for your serving on, for our country and the U.S. Air Force. But who is Herbert Clem's book? What is, what, tell us about Herbert Clem's book, Dr. Wiles. Okay, but before I talk about Herbert Clem, I might just mention that I am uh, the president emeritus. We've uh, In our growth and succession planning, we have a new leadership. I'm still part-time consultant to Living Water National as the president emeritus, but I've taken on a new role as the North America Regional Director of the International Orality Network, and that's about oh, 2,000... Good. 2,000 missions and ministry organizations that are working in international cross-cultural context. And uh, so just a little clarification there. Uh, Herbert Clem was a, uh, a missionary in West Africa for about 30 years, and he did a doctoral dissertation in 1982 uh, titled uh, Oral Communication of the Scriptures, Insights into African Oral Art. And I came across that book in 1983, at the U.S. Center for World Mission, uh, as it was known at that time in Pasadena, California. At that time, I was with a literature ministry called Bible Pathway Ministries, encouraging people to read through the Bible. And that book made me aware of the fact that what I was doing would be effective for about 20 or 30 percent of the people of the world. Uh, While the United Nations said that 70 to 80 percent of the people of the world at that time were literate, even they admitted their research was flawed because each country had their own way of defining, measuring, reporting the aspects of literacy, non-literacy, or functional illiterate. Uh, so it is true that probably 70 or 80 percent of the people of the world can read something, but the important thing is comprehension. Can they read and comprehend, and especially can they reproduce the message of Scripture? So now there was a, a much better understanding with statistics and studies that have been done in recent years that roughly uh, 5.7 billion people in the world, that's about between 70 to 80% of the people in the world, would be oral learners by necessity or by preference. So when we include oral preference learners, that would include a lot of people in the United States and the Western world. So there's a, mm-hmm. there's a very significant paradigm shift now and breakthrough that applies not only to uh, mission work and relief and development organizations, but actually anyone doing any kind of communication instruction that wants, you know, they want to be effective in the uh, in the global marketplace or the global uh, context of cross-cultural international um, 
uh, movements uh, that they need to understand the whole aspect of, of orality. And that's uh, it's much more than... If you want to be a communicator, you've got to Correct. not only... To, you've got to be able to orally learn an algorithm behavior of how what people are looking for um, around the world and um, uh, what what you, so that you've learned that and I'm sure that almost everybody even if they don't read very well understand W A T E R right they understand water the word water correct um, right well um, living water international is about Water and the Word, it's uh, about clean water, but also giving people an understanding. I mean, behavior change is important, uh, but giving people an understanding of the importance of water, but clean water, but also uh, hygiene education, sanitation services. So in the, the water sector these days, in, in global um, efforts of helping people who, who don't have uh, access to clean water, which is still almost... Uh, 700 million people in the world without clean water, without access to clean water, and about more than 2 billion without access to basic sanitation. So these are the people that are the neediest people on the planet. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so providing Mm -hmm. clean water and um, hygiene and sanitation is a a big difference. It's uh, it's, it's, it's a transformational uh, opportunity. Now, Dr. Wiles, you're going to be heading... North America, and now is going to be a focus of my show today with you, because we've been on a lot, and we both have dedicated our lives to water. Millions and millions of dollars have been invested on both sides of us here to focus on water, but the United States of America needs you, because the focus on all these different 50 states, uh, their priority as, as people living in their communities, busy going and doing what they're doing every day, it takes certain, those of us, to remind their elected officials, their directors of different professional positions, and their tables that they're sitting at every day to make ends meet, who is in charge of the water? Who is well, overseeing the life and death of our society on this planet mm-hmm. and the water. Well, that's a very important question, and uh, even in the North American context, and in in our uh, with the International Orality Network, we we would define that as uh, the U.S. and Canada. Of course, Mexico would be considered North America in some context, but because of the language differences, we put that into the Latin American uh, region. But in the U.S. and Canada. There are many people uh, and unreached people who have a need to understand. Um, you know, of course, we're we're about the gospel. We're about bringing people to to a relationship with Jesus. But the living water that Jesus talked about in in the in the New Testament and gospel, the Gospel of John. But uh, just educating people and creating awareness of the importance of water. Is huge, and so in the North American context, it would be more about uh, conservation and um, and understanding about uh, hydration. You know, importance that water and what you're doing is so amazing because uh, people need to understand uh, that there's more to it than just uh, helping people in villages who are drinking water um, from uh, streams and contaminated hand dug wells. 
uh, although that's what we're doing with Living Water National, but even in the North American context, there's a big need for understanding how important water is. And we waste so much water, uh, and we misuse, <laughs> sometimes misuse water. So there's a big need in that area of, of having water policies. And uh, we have some friends who are working on that uh, in Washington, D.C. And, and around the country. You know what I believe, Dr. Wiles? I'm been at this a long time, too. I've been at it for studies for over 30 years and actively involved with society on the streets and medical field and, and other professional white walks of life of scientists, physicians, people on the street that living an everyday life. They don't understand. They don't understand you're made up of the water. They hear yeah. it, but they don't realize, and I wish that you guys, with your background, would add another curriculum to your education of oral. They've got to realize that the, from the beginning of time, they were part of this, I call it God's will, and that mm-hmm. they are water, living with the water vapor of the atmosphere and and the and the earth's water, that they, their bodies, if they don't have the communication and the life in their body living with their education, with what the water is doing for their influence and life for the planet eternity, they won't understand. Now, when I go out, you could hear a pinfall. To, I don't care if it's an elected group, a professional group of scientists, to caregivers, to children groups or whatever. I always start out by telling them and teaching them, I'm there to teach you something about you, mm-hmm. the person. Mm-hmm. You are water. Yeah. You're living water. And if you don't learn that your body is living with the planet but your water, you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to think out what's best for your health, and you'll be influencing somebody else's health if you're not healthy. You must prioritize water in your life. Yep. Dr. Wild, when you're, when I, you could hear a pinfall if they give me a half an hour or two hours. I had a speaking group not long ago for an hour and a half. And you could see in that group, they were just like, I was their grandmother talking to them about something that he was reminding them that they had forgotten or hadn't heard in this way. And people start looking at water on the planet altogether different, Dr. Wiles, mm-hmm. when they hear it that way, because it refers to them and it, it makes them personal to the water. Then all of a sudden... When we teach them, you know, from the beginning of the time, Dr. Wiles, they've known about water. Mm-hmm. But when the medical field began to have regulations, why did they make eyes the, the toughest regulation? Because mm-hmm. if you can't see, you are really annoying and uncomfortable for people to take care of if you can't yes. see. Well, the surface of the eye is 99% water. Why yeah. did face, Why did nature do that? And in the womb of the pocket of water, 
during all that discovery of the body to begin to develop its own organs, why did nature have the brain and the eyes form at the same second? That was because the surface of the eye is 99% water. The brain is 75 to 80% water. So that if the eyes are not able to supplement itself with the water vapor, the air's electrolytic ability, the brain has to kick in mm-hmm. and do it behind those eyes. Because the eyes must keep... Now, look at, follow me with Earth's nature. Look at Earth's nature is identical. Mm-hmm. As the way our lives and our body and our vision and our brain and our, our ability to communicate because of the water, Earth is struggling, wanting mm-hmm. it too. What happened here is we want to make things so complicated yeah. and not get into the common sense mm-hmm. of what, how, what this is all about, but people, well, don't scare me about all this. Well, I'm going to scare them. I want mm-hmm. them to be frightened. I want them to be alarmed. If we mm-hmm. don't do put... If we don't get our president, Donald Trump, he's a different president. He has something about him that is so unusually driving force for safety and health and prosperity for all of us on the planet, not just in America, that somebody has to sit in front of him, get his attention on the infrastructure of our country should be water first. Because of the health of our society, the mental state of our society, it's kind of like, Doctor, whenever I see those demonstrations on the news and and, in the news, I think, oh, gosh, they must be really dehydrated to be that Mm -hmm. angry because they're out of control. They're they're, They're not healthy. That isn't healthy to be acting that way and to be angry and dangerous as people, they're dangerous. They don't even know what they're going to do from moment to moment. They're out of control. What is the force of their life is water, each individual. And when that baby is born, no two people have the same eyes, the same fingerprints. What is your symptom as a person? You're uniquely so different yourself. No two people are just alike. And then they wonder why we all have a difference of outlook. And I've always looked at people with differences, to be fair, that I look at their health issues, to be fair, because mm-hmm. I'm wondering where they're coming from, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But what you're doing, I'm glad you're in North America. And here in the United States, they need somebody like yourself to, yes, orally, and to get them convinced that we could become a very exciting example to the rest of the planet if we make our infrastructure water first to show the rest of the world that the United States of America believes in health issues and that health is our priority. So actually today I was, (laughs) I thought you were going to be on, I thought, Today I'm going to come after Dr. Lyle and his team 
to see if I can get them to start looking at teaching the world out there in this world. I didn't know you were going to be in North America, but that it was their health issues are water. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're uh, of course, we're interested in the global water uh, issues, but uh, I, I remind people we're part of the globe, and uh, the United States has lots of uh, needs and opportunities in that area. A lot of it is creating awareness and uh, educating people and, and, and good policies and good leadership in that area. The Millennium Water Alliance that Living Water International was instrumental in beginning in, in uh, 2002, uh, and they are in Washington, D.C., and have a presence there and working with uh, different departments of USAID and others, State Department. Uh, but I do I think we have an opportunity through those who are looking at the issues of uh, climate change and uh, health issues and educating people the fact that we, we have a finite amount of water on the planet. And so conservation is a big issue. Uh, as well as just personal health and and things like uh, uh, hydration and uh, uh, clean water clean safe issues. water because people are dying because the water is clean and safe either. yeah yeah and, and uh, uh, that's all... the other that's the other one it's, you know that's here's another one and I want to hear your opinion on from your team uh, a lot of people you know Nestle and all these water companies are in business to bring water to your table and water for you to walk around with in the bottle. Get a lot of heat. They get a lot of liability, and they're in courtrooms all the time battling for their businesses. But did you ever notice that when there's a tragedy and all those bottles of water come to that location, they've never once stopped to say, well, how did you bottle this water? Uh, Where did it come from? How much money yeah. are you making on this? Yeah. What would they well, do without that water? And some of these communities, and like in Northern California and around the country of the United States, they don't have healthy water. If they didn't have that bottled water to buy Dr. Wiles, they would be dead. They wouldn't be able to live. Yeah. Well, that's another whole topic on the uh, the bottled water industry because they're we just assume that if it's bottled water, it's good water and it's safe water, which may not be uh, uh, an accurate assumption in every case. And of course, internationally, that's an issue that uh, we're always looking to uh, to be careful about. But even in the United States, I mean, I think there's some studies that were done a few years ago that uh, in some places, tap water would be just as good uh, and maybe even better in some cases than the bottled water. So just because it's in a bottle doesn't mean it's a, it's a, it's you know a good quality of water. Well, so, are you tapped on to something there that people are turning to carrying around with their daily activities their bottled water, which I'm yeah. so excited about. Um, I'm 75 years old, and I started this research about 30 odd years ago. And in that era, we didn't see very much of yeah. people carrying around the water. Now we yeah. see them uh, in, in there walking out of the house with kids going to school. We see families taking it to work. Uh, we see people uh, going to events carrying their own water. Yeah. And movie theaters are selling them for like $4 a bottle <laughs> at a movie theater. I was surprising. Yeah. But it, I'm excited about that. But you're, the other way to look at it, your tap water, 
could be just as uh, as safe and, and and healthy that they could even you know once in a while carry another type of bottle and that their yeah. own tap water they don't have to be buying it uh, their tap water could would be just as healthy and uh, being able to buy some of these very exciting branded bottles that are empty, uh, containers that are empty, and carry your own water with you. You don't have to carry the plastic bottles if you don't want to. Yeah. And I do know that there's a lot of reports, you know, that we can say, oh, my God, the plastic is not healthy. But, you know, if you're one of these bottled water companies, you're under a lot of regulation. Yeah. Those regulations are tough. We're under, we, we bottle water, but for the uh, hand of portable devices. And we're under the FDA tough regulations on ourselves with testing, testing, testing. And yeah. they have to be too, uh, to be able to be tested. My other thing about today, I wanted to ask you, and we'll talk about it when I get back, after the, our own only break we take, don't go anywhere. But the pipes that we're drinking our water, um, those pipes bother me, Dr. Wiles, because we've never come up with anything for people to know if their pipes are healthy in their homes. And we'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll come. I'll be right back. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, the breath of life with vision for a new lifestyle. We're going to be in China with our new partners uh, for misting your eyes, and for your breath of life, like a humidifier, this summer, this June, and be looking for it. It's going to be exciting because in China, they know, they sell, there's purchased a year, one billion face masks because of the atmosphere's condition. And you see those face masks around the world, and you may see them more commonly as time goes by. People are affected by the atmosphere's problems. Nature's Tears I Missed, Breath of Life, is a vision for a new lifestyle for you to carry it around and do it just as you wish with tissue culture grade of water. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Dr. Watt. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleiner Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleiner Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. 
Dr. Wild, when you're now going to be here in North America focusing, are you going to be looking at education about uh, their pipes and water and getting people attention to thinking about not only having an access to water, but the safety of their water, including the pipes? Well, I think if we're going to be uh, comprehensive in our approach, we have to address all those issues. Uh, probably can't address them all at one time because it would be an overload of information, right. but I think that I would be that. an important part of it. So within the uh, networks that we work with, uh, the Millennium Water Alliance, and that's uh, about a dozen or so uh, major organizations that are involved in water uh, many of those are also involved in, in re- relief and development and agricultural development, working with uh, mm-hmm. schools and orphanages and hospitals. Uh, of course, medical work is an important part of that. So when we're looking at the global issues, then it's going to be different here in the U.S. than it is in uh, Guatemala or uh, Burkina Faso or you know, Central Asia. So we're looking at the global picture. And uh, with Living Water International, our our focus is the least and last. Um, the the people have had the least opportunity for education, and we're talking about almost um, uh, 700 million people in the world without access to clean water. So that's that's the focus. Of what we do. So in the United States, it would be a a variety of other issues in terms of conservation and uh, management and uh, uh, water quality. So. Mm-hmm. It's just going to vary. What is the from, number one on your plan? No, no, we always have, like you said, there's going to be issues that you're going to approach first. Uh, what is the number one on your format? That well, you're when we're talking about uh, from Living Water International's perspective, it's it's the people in the world who are spending hours a day carrying water just to survive, and, and a lot of times it's contaminated water. So that's the primary focus is the people who, without access to clean, safe drinking water, those are the people who have had the least opportunity for education and uh, the need for hygiene education and, and sanitation services. So that would be a different uh, set of problems and solutions. Uh, we're, of course, drilling water wells and training people to construct and maintain water systems in those regions. And when we talk about integrated water solutions, that's going to be different in West Africa or in, you know, in a village in, in South America, uh, in uh, Brazil or, or uh, Peru or someplace, than in the United States. So uh, we're, we're focused primarily on the least and last, the people who, where there's the highest uh, disease and poverty because of a lack of clean water. So in the United States, that's going to be different. And once people get their attention on the water, then there's some good studies, some good statistics, there are associations on the history of water and all kinds of, of other aspects of water. So I think we have to take a, you know, when we're take, thinking about the global um, needs, then looking at the best uh, scientific uh, understanding we have and and uh, looking at how we can affect policy from uh, from Washington D.C. to uh, Beijing or Nairobi. I'll be in Nairobi next week and uh, doing a training there with a, a number of leaders from other African countries. Mm-hmm. So, but what, here in the United States, what do you, have you decided 
that you well, have learned that, would be a that's priority, where, number one focus? Yeah, well, I think the number one focus would be to, to increase awareness of, of how important it is and the fact that Education. conservation is a big issue. Uh, there are some places that they have uh, different problems uh, in, in, you know, in the western states and the desert areas. It's going to be different than in the cities. And, of course, there's, recently in the recent years, there's different cities have had different uh, issues. So uh, you're right about the maintenance and the transportation of water. Um, and, uh, and the different cities have different uh, you know, infrastructure. So I think it has to be region by region, but there definitely needs to be a, uh, an understanding from the health and human services, for example, and the environmental um, issues. Have you noticed here in the United States also, though, that if they're not careful, they're going to have a really expensive problem if they keep putting off the cities and the counties getting into the health issues of the water. Um, they put it off and they put it off. Well, if, when Flint, Michigan happened, were we surprised that a spot could have that happen? No. Well, that, that should be a wake-up call that there's probably a lot of other cities that have yeah. similar needs and uh, some prevention would be better than uh, trying to solve the crisis after it happens. So uh, I think there needs to be That's some... That's expensive. Uh, yes, it is. It is. You know, and, I'm uh, going to bring something up, and I don't want to step on people's toes, but our political leaders for so long have been proving to all of us they don't know how to run a business. Um, well, they go in, and they think that buying real estate for their county or the city to own is a business. They don't realize yep. that your infrastructure and your investment for your society population living in the county or in the city is your business. Mm-hmm. And the priority in every community should be, like our forefathers found it very serious, to put the cities near the water, build businesses around the water. Nowadays, their, their priority is everything but the water. The water comes last. So when that happened in Flint, Michigan, I was not surprised. In fact, so many people had, how could we be so cruel? It's going on in every city in the United States, Dr. Lyle. The water is not the priority. Well, one of the things I think we could do from what we're learning in the global uh, context of creating uh, discussion groups and the training that we do, for example, the orality training, we're, we're working in areas where they have no written form, they have no, uh, no scripture, they are, uh, there are oral cultures. It doesn't mean they're not uh, intelligent, it just means they have not had an academic education. They're, some of the places where we do the orality training, they may speak six or eight or ten languages. They may not read or write any of them. They're very bright, but they just have a different way of learning, communicating, and processing information. But if you could establish core groups, if you could have established discussion groups among community leaders and someone can facilitate a discussion on the importance of water in their communities, in their cities, and educate people through those uh, small, simple, reproducible systems and structures, <laughs> you know, most big movements start with small 
groups. So if there could be an effort, and you might could do that through your uh, your influence and, and the radio, your listeners, if you could have people in communities or cities to start a discussion group on the water issues and provide a leader or facilitator of those discussion groups enough information so that they can educate people and let them talk about it. And I, I think the concepts we learn from those places in the Global South where we're addressing some of those community issues, uh, community health, uh, of course, the water is the foundation for all sustainable development. So I, I'm just thinking if you could create uh, some uh, some small discussion groups in places, um, it would grow and could be uh, could be re- reproduced. Could be a grassroots. I'm going to bring uh, uh, an invention idea that's not new to your thinking. I personally think electronically on the internet with young people. I think our children are the secret. I think the children are excited about being entrepreneurs, inventors, technology whizzes. They want to learn. They want yeah. to share. And to me, who's going to save this planet is always going to be young people. Only because they're willing to listen. If you get their fascination and you're respectful to their, who they are, their lives, and how brilliant they can be, and that electronic communication is enormous with an algorithm. And that if you have kids wanting to blog that subject all day long, all over the United States, and then begin to be pals all over the world doing it electronically. Yeah. And well, then have could... conferences electronically. Yeah, I the, think if the, you... The speed of it... Now, for me at this moment, Dr. Wilde, I've been sitting behind the desk trying to build a company. I almost like I invented water because nobody had, since the 1800s had gone after the body water like I had when decided to show the world that your symptoms and your health issues are because yeah. of the water in the body and the life of the water in the air. Okay, so I've had some real challenges. And I come from Grants Pass, Oregon. I only have 35,000 people around me and a population here in town. So I don't have, but what I've been able to do throughout the world and get accomplished so far, I'm just about ready to be able to be in a position financially to hire my executives and get into where I can go. And when I do, I truly believe that that electronic communication because I'm so convinced of it. And yeah. the youth, to get them excited about slogans and mottos and what is water life science and what is God's will and what is the faith of the planet yeah. from the beginning of the time was because of water. And the reason they wanted it, and look at China for millions of years and thousands of years, their holistic belief is in the water. Look yeah. in different countries, their faith and their religions and their beliefs always prioritized in the water. Well, I think the possibility, the technology now of having uh, social networking discussion groups, and it could be uh, actual physical groups getting together in communities, but using the technology of uh, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and, and other 
um, social networking sites to create an awareness and give people blogging, yeah, some uh, substance for conversation and let them think about the context and the place where they live because it's going to be different in, uh, you know, a Peoria uh, than it would be in Houston or Los Angeles. Not when it comes time to start them out with. Well, well there's some commonalities, yeah. Just just common, uh, you know, some general information to start with. Well, but how then I looking do it, at, Doctor, is I get those you kids excited about they're yeah. sitting there on a bench listening, and they're yeah. a sponge. They never yep. were told that. Yep. They didn't realize how important the water was because of their health issues. They had health issues of a cold or the flu or wearing glasses or a vision impairment is dry eye. Uh, and the world out there, the friends and the families are having a lot of health issues. Yep. Disease is out of control. Uh, 250,000 people a year are dying because of medication problems. Yeah. And they've proven it. And then we come along and we try to get our youth conscious of their health issues. How can you get them conscious about water if they don't realize their health issues are because of water? Well, I think you're doing, uh, you know, you're making that connection as well as anyone I know of. And I would just encourage you to... Proceed on and see if you could reproduce in other people and plant those seeds. And I think uh, not everybody's going to be as uh, you know curious and interested. But if we can find the you know, the responsive, the fertile soil, the people who really are interested uh, and work through those relational networks, we can see some some change. Now, that's the other one that we talked about on our show with scientists and people uh, who've been with NASA. When you look out your door and you see healthy soil, there could be a healthy atmosphere. But if you look out your door and you don't see healthy soil, there's not going to be a very healthy atmosphere for you to be personally healthy. Right. And that's what they left behind and you're involved with, too, I'm sure, is the agriculture side of healthiness. Like in California, I was very blunt through the years about them cutting off those canals to yep. the agricultural fields. They thought, oh, well, we're cutting off the farmers. They don't need all that money. we got to protect this little fish. Yep. Well, then I said, what about the species of the soil, the species of the water aquifer, and this, and the organism of the water vapor of the atmosphere. Yeah. They forgot about that because those canals are pr- providing a contribution to the soil to be healthy, the water aquifers be low absorption, and the nature of the water vapor of the atmosphere on that soil. They forgot. Well, all those things are important, uh, and it's just—it's uh, not an easy matter to sort out which ones we need to take on. You can't do them all at one time. Oh, now so come I, on! You're I sure? think looking at uh, <laughs> well, you know prioritizing and I bet and, you felt like you have through the years if you've given that many years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, now, you know, I think before you go today, tell us about the founder of Living Water uh, in 2002. 
Who was the founder? Well, actually, Why did the founder uh, do this? Living Water International was founded in 1990. In 1990. And uh, I came to Houston. I came to Houston in 1991. I got to know the people at the beginning, and then I was recruited back in uh, 2003, 2002, and three to come be the president. Okay. But the founders actually it was five families. And it came out of a mission trip. They went to to Kenya, and they were they went there to do medical work and build churches and and to do some uh, evangelism. But they when they they realized the big need was for clean water, and so uh, some of the people on the trip were involved in the oil and gas industry and uh, water well uh, or uh, oil well drilling for oil and gas and um, related industries and construction. So they got together and and. Uh, and thought we can do something about this. So a lot of the technology that's used for drilling oil and for right. for oil and gas can years. be used for yeah. drilling water. So that's right. how it started. Right. I had National Geographic on here one time, and he was on a site somewhere, and I forget where, Ethiopia, I think. And they were drilling for oil, and everybody was excited about what we got up in that day with the drilling of the oil, and all of a sudden he gained all this water gushing and. Everybody got so excited, and they were dancing all over the place. And he said, why are you dancing at the oil? And they said, oh, it's a water source that we believe is going to give us many years of water. <laughs> well, so I've said, uh... and I protected the oil companies. I've said, those oil companies can find water. Those oil yes. companies can go out and dig. They know about the, uh, the yeah. organism of this planet. Yeah. But uh, our time is over. What would you like to say to your audience, and how do they find you? Well, uh, the best way would be water.cc, and that would be the Living Water International's website. For people interested in the orality, and sometimes people think we're saying morality, but it's orality having to do with oral cultures. It's orality.net, O-R-A-L-I-T-Y.net. So that's 2,000 organizations that are part of that international orality network. So water. Uh, water.cc, and then uh, orality.net. Well, thank you for joining us today. I enjoyed it as usual. And if you ever decide you have a subject you want to come on with, and we do uh, press releases afterwards, a lot of blogging and Twittering. Well, so, people will find uh, I haven't found a lot time of... to get my electronic network together yet, but you wait. I will. We're going to be <laughs> okay. in China here soon with our products, and we're going to get an exciting new movement going globally. Uh, electronically on water life science. Well, they'll, be, they'll find a lot of uh, interesting articles on both those websites, orality.net and water.cc. So thank you for what you're doing. Okay, thank you for listening. I mean, thank you All for right. being with us today, and I want to thank the uh, listeners. You have a nice day. My pleasure. Blessings to you. You be well. Well, I want to thank you for today. Uh, and again, anybody listening, I think it's time that we start getting Donald, Dr. Uh, President Trump excited about water and the focus of, of life and water. And Dr. Wiles was saying today that living waters and oral equality of water is very, very important for people to be communicated with and learn to understand that without water, there is no health. Uh, you're not healthy. And without the water, the, health, the planet isn't healthy either. I want to thank you for listening. Embrace your life. And make sure in your life when you're embracing it, you're embracing that subject of water and relate that to your friends and family as you listen. And I know a lot of professionals listen to our show, so 
This is a time to get everybody excited with better education with your patients and different individuals in your home and your and your workplace. Water is so important to drink eight, at least eight, no less glasses of water a day. And when you go to drink a glass of water, have one whole glass at a time. Let it absorb each time. Embrace somebody else's life and their health too. But Earth Whispers, don't say goodbye because you're going to leave something of yourself behind for all the children to come to know that you cared. I want to thank you for listening, and you know what the power of life is, the power of water. You be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.